What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Mojo will be back uh, with us in just a few minutes. But man, I miss this guy right here. Uh, it has been way too long. The UFC legend himself, Tyron Woodley. Tyron, brother, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm in Orlando, Florida uh, right now with the kids. I'm um, just trying to get them a little break before they go back to school. You know how that is. So if you hear some kids yelling in the background, screaming for attention, and you know what it is. That's like the semi-retired life, right? Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm embarking up on the final chapter, but I got some really exciting stuff that um, I think the fans appreciate. That's when I'm when I'm silent, I'm violent. I'm cooking up some stuff, so I'm working on something pretty big, something that I believe would exceed Ali when he fought in Zaire. So something that's of that magnitude that I want to. I want to get everybody involved. So you guys will be invited. Um, sure, you guys might even be flowing out. Who knows? Well, now you got me excited. Let us know when we can talk about that. Uh, let's talk about something else going down. Big event this weekend, Tyron, uh, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz boxing each other. The guys, uh, the trash talk has been ramping up. They get into a fight at the at the uh, press conference the day, two days before the fight. Now these guys are about to box each other on Saturday. Uh, Tyron, obviously you've, you've been in there with Jake more than anybody else has. You obviously know Nate Diaz very well. Dying to know how you see this fight playing out. Um, I think there are a lot of unanswered questions. We don't know what to expect specifically from Nate. You know the thing that the thing that I um believe this fight um, um a lot of people didn't like when I said it was an even match between Anderson Silva. They was they were all in. Oh, you out of your mind? It's not about um legendary status of the UFC. It's not about uh, what they've done. Other people, what we've seen from their striking ability. You're asking me what do I think about one man versus another man? So I got to put on the hat of an expert. That's what I did when I was an analyst behind the desk. And I got to look at what I know about this person, what I know about them training, what I know about their power. And they're also their mentality, right? When you think about a person's mentality, that kind of tells you more about the fight than actually the fight. Because once a fight takes a detour, turns in a different direction. If you start going downhill, how does this person normally respond, right? Versus right. somebody else. So. Anderson Silva was solid across the board. I did think that Jake had a lot of power. I thought he had a lot of um, um he he's always in a situation where he has nothing to lose, right? Yeah. Tommy Fury was the first fight he had, kind of had something to lose. He's back into another fight where he really has nothing to lose. Jake is a guy that likes to get into your head, right? He likes to make you think more about the moments around the fight than the fight. Um, he was successful with that before he fought me. When he fought me, I wasn't playing it. He was victorious. Everybody can get hit with a punch, but I trained my ass off. I was ready for war, and I trained as if he was as legitimate of any really? other fight. Um, yeah, and I think Tyler, Nate, what is the like? What, what's the advice that you give to Nate then? As as a as a, it's a different sport. What advice would you give to Nate? I don't think I need to give Nate advice. I think Nate, Nate and I are so different as people, yeah. but mentality wise, it's one component that I think we are similar. I'm not going to let trash talk. I'm not going to let antics change my mind on what I'm going to do. He's not either. We saw with Conor McGregor, right? Yeah. Conor McGregor and all the shenanigans in the press conference, he was uninterested, and he went out there and he did what he had to do, right? So yeah. I feel like the antics and the, and the, and the showmanship that Nate has um, been around and the people that try to distract him with the uh, mind games, he's not going to work on them, right? So 
I'm not really rooting for anybody. Um, I, I am I am probably gonna watch the fight. I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested like everybody else. Yeah, um, I, I do love the fact that a, a UFC guy like Nate, even towards the end of his UFC career, I like to see that the OGs finally started getting paid what they worth and getting big fights and make a difference. So I'm excited for both guys to have this fight. I'm excited for them to get paid. I think the fight's uh, an even fight. I'm excited to see how it goes down. I know people love to say, oh, prediction, because they can go back and say Tyron said this. Right. But I'm going to say this. We're going to see tomorrow. So I'm just going to sit back and see. I pray that both guys make it to the ring safe. I pray that they fight their ass off. I pray that they either fight into a way where people want to see them fight each other again or fight somebody else again. Tyron, it, it sounds like you have some big stuff cooking. Uh, yeah. I, I, I did say, so maybe you don't have interest in this. I, I did see, though, that uh, Logan Paul is going to fight. I didn't know if you wanted to, uh, you know, now that you've done your thing with the with the other brother, if you had any interest oh, yeah. in, in Logan. It's October 14th. You got a little bit of time. Uh, Tommy Fury is fighting KSI. Tyron mm -hmm. Woodley, Logan Paul. Can I, can, I, can I give you a spoiler? Let's January 14th of this year, KSI and Tyron Woodley was supposed to be headlining. The main, yeah. the main event was supposed to be Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis. Logan Paul hurt himself in the WWE. So then KSI took the easier opponent, which is Dylan Dennis. We were going to sell out the um, Toyota Arena in Houston, Texas. So if y'all want to do it again and flip the coin, let's get it cracking. October 14th? October 14th. All right, well, I was about to get to training anyway. Let's get it in. <laughs> there we go. I'm sure Logan's going to see this. Yeah, we'll he's going to see it, but he's going to be like, oh, this is what they do. Oh, he lost too many fights. It don't make sense. That's the easiest way for people to get out of it. Come on, you're I a legend. You're, you're, you're a legend. You're I a legend. I'm going to just a minute. You know what I mean? And at any point, anybody can go down. Right. And people will mm -hmm. be wise to remember what you've done in your career, too. So, yeah, like, or they'll, or they'll get, get reminded. Or they'll get reminded. Tyron, <laughs> brother, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's good to talk to you again. Come through the office. Um, be blessed. All love. Mojo, I've been waiting to say this for months. Football is back. The NFL season, uh, albeit the preseason, uh, first preseason game, was played last night. Of course, the annual Hall of Fame game. Uh, the Cleveland Browns beat the uh, New York Jets. 21 to 16, Mojo. Of course, the result doesn't matter, but it does mean, again, football's back. Now, the Jets quarterback, uh, at least the one that we all want to see, he didn't play last night, Mojo. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the New York Jets chose uh, wisely, I think, uh, to, uh, to, to sit Aaron out. No need uh, to, uh, to get him uh, possibly hurt. But Gosh, uh, he may as well have been on the field, Mojo, because it seemed like all the cameras did was show Aaron Rodgers all night. You get the sense of just how excited people are to see this guy on the field. Well, what happens when he finally does play, when the real games roll around? Mojo, we had an opportunity to speak to a guy who, look, if he's not the greatest wide receiver of all time, he's one of the best two or three. Randy Moss, Mojo. We spoke with Randy recently. We asked him, hey, Randy, what can football fans expect when the four-time NFL MVP finally does step foot on the field? Here is the great Randy Moss. Just seems like Aaron is ready to rock and roll. And, you know, I said last year on ESPN about his, run, his young wide receiver core, and he looked frustrated because of what he's had in the past. And I think now that he has a young team, he has, still has a young receiver core, but it just seems like 
You can just look at his body, just look at his body language, his swagger, what he's been doing in the city of New York. Aaron Rodgers is ready to rock and roll. I'm excited for this opportunity for him. If you look at everything that Aaron Rodgers has done from going to the Knicks game, getting out there in the community, starting OTAs, getting to training camp, everything has been positive. His body language has been different than what I've been seeing in Green Bay. So like I said, if he's leading that team and, and they're seeing the energy each and every day, oh, man, the head coach, Sala, just worry about the defense. And I think he's going to take care of that. And Aaron and them are going to take care of the offense. So like I said, are the Jets the team to beat? As of right now with all the hype, nope, because it's still Kansas City. <laughs> mm. but, but you know what, Mojo? The, just even to even to eat, uh, to talk about the Jets as being contenders and to say, oh, hey, chill out. It's still the Chiefs. That shows you how – much of a monumental leap the New York Jets have at least made on paper, in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to even start this one out by saying monumental leaps by both teams. I mean, who thought the Browns and the Jets kicking off the NFL season would be an exciting matchup that people would want to see? Not too long ago, that would have been two of the worst teams in the league battling it out to open up a season. Not exactly how you want to kick it off, obviously. Now, uh, Jets made the right move by not playing uh, Aaron Rodgers here. That Hall of Fame game, adding an extra preseason game, not something that a veteran player is needed. Uh, you know, for players like myself that were bubble players that, you know, came in at, as undrafted players, right. those games are more for us, you know, guys trying to to make the team. That's yeah. the ones that pick up the extra reps in, uh, in those situations. But, yeah, I mean, just so much hype about Aaron Rodgers. You heard it from Randy Moss, one of the greatest to ever do it. Every, everything just seems different you know everything that is just different this year his attitude his swag the way he's playing he just seems very happy new york just seems to be a perfect fit for him everything just seems to make sense but yes let's pump the brakes let's not get carried away here and expect a super bowl win out of uh, aaron Rodgers in the first year with a new team I think it's possible. I mean, it it could happen I for sure. The odds this of it happening this year are certainly bigger than it was last year. But either way, this is going to be a great team this year. Uh, they're going to be, I would say, contenders at this point. I mean, maybe not the favorites, but they're going to be making a run at this thing, and it's going to be exciting to see. Uh, Hard Knocks is going to give us that closer look, and yeah, it's going to be all eyes on the Jets this season. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think that the AFC East is is an incredibly tight division. Uh, what you know, look at the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots. Of course, uh, they've always got a chance when Bill Belichick's the coach. So I, I cannot wait, Mojo. Absolutely, the the Jets, if they're smart, they will not, in my mind, put Aaron Rodgers in a even a single play this preseason, the worst thing, imagine the worst thing and knock on wood here. What would happen if Aaron Rodgers were to get hurt in a meaningless game? Keep him on the bench. He knows how to play quarterback if anybody does. And let's see what happens when the regular season rolls around. But I I, I truly do believe the Jets are a Super Bowl. up next on TMZ Sports, an emotional moment Thursday night in Los Angeles involving Taylor Swift and Kobe Bryant's daughter. You're going to want to grab a box of tissues for this one. Incredibly sweet moment between the two next on TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. 
Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you'll get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike Mojo and Lucas, fellas, last night in Los Angeles, Taylor Swift had her very first concert at SoFi Stadium. And Lucas, there was a pretty sweet, a pretty heartfelt moment. Yeah, there was a sold-out crowd there at SoFi. Thousands of Swifties taking their their spots in the stadium. And the Bryants, Vanessa and their three daughters, uh, were present for it. And there was an incredible moment during the red era of Taylor's performance. Uh, if, for those who don't know, during her song 22, she has an iconic hat that she wears uh, during all of her songs for the red era. And she gives it away to a lucky fan. Well, that one lucky fan on Thursday night happened to be none other than Bianca Bryant, Kobe Bryant's six-year-old daughter, and the moment was very emotional. Just look at the smile on her face. Yeah. It's it's incredible. But the thing about the Bryants is they've been lifelong fans of Taylor Swift. You know, Kobe also took the stage in 2015 and presented her with that banner at Staples Center after she uh, broke the record for most sold-out concerts mm. at Staples Center. So really awesome moment and full-circle moment for for the Bryants. Wow. You know, Vanessa was wearing a, uh, a jean jacket that was also honoring Kobe. It had a picture of him with Taylor. So really awesome night for the Bryants. Yeah, this is just an incredible thing to watch. It's impossible to not have this put a huge smile on yeah. anyone's face to watch this. I mean, is there another artist out there that sells tickets like no. Taylor Swift? No. I mean, it is unbelievable. And she'll do it in the same city multiple nights in a row. I mean, that right there is the true test. It is just unreal what goes into these productions, the length of them, how many songs she performs. I mean, my goodness. I mean, it's almost like a festival every single day. So being able to give this moment to one of Kobe's daughters. I mean, that just makes it so much bigger. The amount of people that were there to, to see this, to feel this in person, unbelievable. And yeah, I mean, just imagine being a child there at one of these shows and being able to have this moment. It's not like Taylor just walked over and flicked her the hat. No, there was serious time spent in the middle of a performance here, which means all the world. I'm going to go out here on a limb. I'm going to guess here that Kobe's daughter looking at Taylor had to been almost similar to Taylor looking at Kobe that yeah. night, you know, in LA years back. I mean, stars looking upon stars and just really cool full circle moment to see. There it is, 2015 all the way to 2023. Uh, really cool clip. You won't see anything sweeter this week. No face off, they're just standing close to each other. 
At I don't this think point, Nick can stand still for more than two <laughs> seconds anyway. That's the can. issue. I would like to see a, a typical boxing face-off. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I particularly don't like the MMA style one. Yeah, we are hopefully going to hear from both. Uh, Jake, I know will definitely come and join us. Yeah. Oh, there's some pushing now going on. Security guards pushing each other as well up there. That we don't want to see. There's a couple of. No, we don't want to see a brawl there. We don't want to see. Uh oh. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Uh oh. This... Oh. Ooh. Okay. That's what we don't want to see. We don't want to see That's that. That's a brawl between security. We don't want to see and that Nate at Diaz's all. team. Mojo, that was yesterday, Thursday in Dallas, Texas. It uh, is just two days before Nate Diaz and Jake Paul are finally going to step in that boxing ring and uh, do battle. There's been a, a ton of trash talk, and it really it reached a fever pitch uh, yesterday, Mojo, uh, on Thursday. Uh, it wasn't Jake and Nate that were fighting, but it, were, it was their teams, and a bunch of big guys were pushing, shoving, and throwing bombs at one another. Uh, look, I don't know uh, if this was planned. Sometimes things like this are because they add some juice to a fight, though this fight already had a ton of juice to it, Mojo. I think that was real. I I think these guys can't wait to get their hands on one another. And uh, if you weren't interested in this fight, you, you might be now because you've got two legitimate stars, different paths, different backgrounds, and they're about to fight each other, Mojo. And um, I guess we're going to make some picks here. This is a tough one. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah, man. This is uh, it's getting interesting because this whole novelty of Jake Paul as an influencer just gets reduced and reduced every single month because at this point he has had a ton of fights like he's been in the game for a while he has been trained and trained by some of the best so kind of that line about just being a fake fighter it's kind of long gone at this point good timing too because now you factor in nate diaz oh my goodness i was so excited for the trash talk for this fight and it took us a little bit to get there but now we are finally here yesterday at the press conference man fireworks i'm headed to the weigh-in here in a minute that's going to be hopefully just as crazy if not i might try and instigate something for the show <laughs> and then the big fight tomorrow Brother, it's going to be a banger. I truly believe that these guys don't like each other whatsoever. I believe that Nate Diaz has little to no respect whatsoever for anything that Jake Paul is about. Maybe other fighters never really credited him in the past, but they always love the fact that fighting Jake Paul meant a lot of money. Nate Diaz doesn't seem interested in either of these things. Nate Diaz does Nate Diaz. And that's why I think when we get there tomorrow, this is just going to be a bloodbath. And I can't wait, Babcock. But hey, let's put our money where our mouths are. Who you taking, pal? I I'm going Jake Paul. And I'll admit it's a fight that's hard to predict because we haven't seen Nate Diaz box. We've heard for years that Nate Diaz is a good boxer. He is trained with greats like Andre Ward and, and other top fighters in the past. But look, there's a difference between training from sparring and actually getting in there in a real deal boxing match with hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people watching around the world. Add to it, Mojo, that Nate Diaz is 38 years old. You don't get better as you get older when it comes to athletics. You get worse. Uh, Jake Paul, 26 years old. He's in his athletic prime. We've seen Jake go against guys who, in my mind, are better strikers. 
better MMA strikers than Nate Diaz is. Specifically, that man right there, Tyron Woodley, and the guy who, of course, Jake beat twice. And that guy that we also uh, saw some photographs, uh, Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. Uh, he beat both of those guys, Anderson and Tyron. Again, I think that those both are better MMA strikers than Nate Diaz. And because of that, I am going Jake Paul. Is it decision or is it knockout? That's what I can't make up my mind. Let's go with sixth round knockout. Jake Paul beats Nate Diaz. Wow, Babcock. All right, I see where your head is, but I am taking the opposite of you, sir. But I'm still taking Jake Paul. I'm just going (laughs) decision. (laughs) All right, Mojo. You were there somewhere. There you are. Mojo, uh, we're going to find out uh, on Saturday who is actually going to win this fight. We both said we think Jake's going to win by different methods. Who knows? Maybe we're both wrong. And Nate Diaz uh, shocks a lot of people and actually hands Jake Paul his second loss. We will find out, Mojo, and you can bet on Monday we're going to have wall-to-wall coverage on the fight, the after parties. We're going to be talking to celebrities and boxers about this fight. Lots of stuff planned, Mojo, and that will be a great show for sure. Absolutely, and with Mojo in the building for all of it, should make for the best show in the city.